You're listening to the Vendo Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Vendo Podcast. Um, I am joined with the lovely Delaney from our team, and I'm going to let her introduce herself for y'all. Hi, everyone. I am Delaney, and I am an account manager on both the Walmart and the Amazon side. But today we will be discussing all things Walmart. Yep. Um, Delaney and I are going to walk you through new year, new you strategy, how best to partner with your merchant teams to execute things on walmart.com, and then how that all plays into Walmart advertising as well. So Delaney, I'm going to kick it over to you and let you walk us through the new year, new you um, place on site. Definitely. All right. Awesome. I'll just go ahead and share my screen. Um, so a few things that Walmart is doing this year and continues to do to elevate their site experience. As you can see here on the homepage, if you go under departments here and then you just select um, pharmacy health and wellness, you can see this section here called achieve your resolutions, get a fresh start with top health and wellness essentials. So as you know, conversion is a lot stronger on Walmart um, during the first half of the year, specifically at the end of Walmart's Q4 into the beginning of Q1, because people are really shopping these New Year, New You wellness deals. Um, so Michelle, here is um, the New Year, New You site experience. And you can see there's a big banner headline collection here that says wellness starts at Walmart, get feel good solutions for your routine at everyday low prices. Um, another call out here is that so they wait. are specifically. Um, for our viewers slash listeners that don't have any idea how those brands get featured at the top, do you want to explain to them like partnering with Walmart in that piece of like, for example, like Goalie featured in the top banner? Yeah, definitely. Um, so a lot of these are actually merchant controlled opportunities. Um, so the better relationship you have with your merchant and the more sales you're driving um, when you're just looking at some of your year over year comparisons um, are specifically helpful for getting featured here. Um, so for example, a few of these brands are probably either newer to Walmart or they're driving a significant portion of sales for that specific category. Um, so basically merchants will come to you with these opportunities months in advance to get featured in these sections. They'll ask for um, creative and they'll ask for some of your bigger bets that you want to push during that particular um, seasonal spike. And then you will uh, make those recommendations. The merchants will all come together for the category and then they will select what they think is really going to move the needle during these seasonal events. So question for you, since you are an Amazon and a Walmart account manager, how does this align with, with what you're seeing on Amazon or is it all pay to play when we're talking new year, new you strategies? Yeah, so a little bit different on the Amazon side, but also there is there are multiple vendor managers um, that can help you with some of these um, features. Um, but again, there's a little bit more control, I would say, over specific deals that you can push um, on the Amazon side, whereas Walmart, the biggest opportunity will come from the merchants themselves. Um, so really taking advantage of those relationships because on the one piece side of Walmart, they don't have the ability yet to just run a lightning deal or a best deal for a prolonged period of time um, during these periods when you see a seasonal spike. Awesome, thank you for explaining all that. Awesome. And then just to go further into the site experience, Michelle, so you can see that they're highlighting the New Year, New You shop. 
um, top picks under $10 because we know that the Walmart consumer is very price sensitive. And then just specific resolutions that most consumers have going into the new year. So weight loss, sleep support, protein and fitness deals, quit smoking, fitness equipment, health monitors, vitamin deals. Um, there's really a resolution um, or a page, I would say, for almost any re resolution you can think of related to health and wellness. Yeah, I so, love that the DNA and diagnostic deals are featured up there. That's interesting. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I guess, yeah, that's a big resolution that people have, of course. Um, but just looking further down the page at the New Year, New Year Health and Wellness, again, a lot of these opportunities are presented by the merchants, so, um, or are presented to the merchants, I would say. So they'll ask you for your submissions, you'll make your item level submissions, and then um, they'll come back to you and let you know what was selected for this experience. So you can see here that a lot of the items that are being featured on these shelves are actually running on a deal. Um, so yeah. you will agree to fund a rollback for a certain period of time, depending on how long the merchant wants the deal to run. Um, and then a lot of these items will be um, around 25% off. So if I just scroll down a little more, um, obviously they want to offer a deal to the consumer because they know that these categories are already going to convert well. Um, so offering a deal is just going to further increase that conversion rate. Do brands typically, well, with your experience, have they typically wanted to promote their top seller or does the strategy depend on brand? I think it definitely depends on brands, um, but more often than not, yes, it's more so going after those hero products because they already have that ranking and we know that walmart.com, while a little bit less than, out, um, than Amazon, is still um, algorithm-based in, in its search results. So because those items are already ranked higher, we probably see a much lower ACOS when we're running them through advertising, which you could further speak to, Michelle. Um, but most of the time, they are promoting those bestsellers. So yeah. I think that's a, a good point, Michelle. What are you seeing from an advertising standpoint? Like, what are your strategies during this time? And which items are you focusing on? So I think it also depends on the brand from my perspective, and that's why I wanted to pick your brain and ask you that, because I think each one of our brands that we work with truly has a different strategy, especially our new brand launches that just hit just hit the mod or they just launched online January 1. I think there, you know, it's more leaning into the awareness play and taking advantage of the increased site traffic, because we all know right now, especially in the health and wellness space, there's a lot of traffic on site that we want to take advantage of. So I would say twofold, um, but I would say our, um, our, our older brands are leaning more heavily into their top sellers and those almost the new year resolution skis, right? Where it's, you know, a certain behavior type that people are changing at the new year that, that their product is fit for. So, so I think yeah, it's the definitely. same exactly what you were saying, um, just one with ads and one organic working with Walmart. And I also think we have to factor in Walmart Connect. So I yep. think it's a little bit different in that. A lot of the times when people are um, creating these display campaigns almost a year in advance, they're looking at the display campaigns as more of an awareness play, and they want to look at sponsored products and SBAs as more of that um, efficiency, sales efficiency and conversion play. So partnered together, they still have a pretty adequate ROAS, but again, um, reaching different customers depending on how um, what their goals are and how they shop. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of our brands are more lenient from a performance standpoint this month, too, and really just leaning into how do we get this impression share up and, and how do we acquire new customers? Definitely. Would you so mind? Of, 
Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, if you could go over any initial things you've seen for um, some of the brands that you're running ads for in this category, um, any key learnings? I know that we're only about like 17 days into January, but I'm sure you're seeing something. Yeah, for sure. Um, if you don't mind, will you go ahead and flip over to that protein drink search that we already had pulled up? Yep. So essentially what I wanted to walk through here was one, the SBA at the top placement, um, right? So our example here is protein drinks. Um, and what I wanted to showcase here was the competitor nat nature of this space right now, right? So we see that muscle milk is running an SBA at the top of search. Um, from what we've learned over the past few months of testing, this is our highest converting placement on site, um, which I know to, to us in the e-com world, it makes sense, right? It's very easily added to your cart from a consumer perspective. If they trust your brand, you have those reviews visible at the top of placement too. So it's super simple and they can add a cart and, and go on about their shopping. Um, but to your point, the um, the bid increases we have had to execute across site, and this is you know reaching categories that might not directly be associated with New Year, New You, but in some form or fashion are are seeing an effect of the increased site traffic, right? So just increased CPCs across the board. Um, we've also seen and and a lot of our brands set aside specific budget for this quarter too. So even if they're not operating within the same quarters as Walmart um, and, and they're looking at Q1 differently, they're still setting aside X amount of budget specifically for New Year, New You campaigns. Um, and, and that rolls over and kicks in right after we go through our, our holiday budget. So definitely an increased um, spend period for sure. But I also wanted to take a, a little bit of time too to talk about content. Um, I know this is a huge thing that Walmart has been pushing to all brands. Um, and one thing that we've started to lean into is, is seasonal content with our SBAs. So before we were able to launch SBAs, you know, we're very limited in, in what our sponsored products could do other than, you know, just having the listing live on site, right? We promote the listing, we're good to go. We, we make sure the reviews are there, content looks great. But what we're able to do from an SBA perspective and you can see right here, Muscle Milk has their um, their logo, um, and then underneath that, their headline text says, own your strength. So this one isn't specifically highlighting New Year, New You, but, you know, just, just calling out things about the New Year, right? Like whether it's, you know, start your New Year tradition with us or specific things around that. We found that seasonal content does perform well on site. Um, and, and following up with that also, you know, maybe you want to throw in some Valentine's day content, really, um, understanding your product type and your category and, and how we can, we can get the customer to convert. And, and if that's us changing our content seasonally, then we're, we're going to execute that for sure. Yeah, definitely. And even when you talk about Valentine's day, we've seen brands flipping their content for Valentine's day, even now. And we know yep. that Walmart's elevating that Valentine's day site experience. So it's really important that we get with the brand's marketing teams and obviously um, kind of launch a playbook of what what activations or what peak seasons we want to go a little bit bigger on and then having that planned well in advance because I know it takes about like 48 to 72 hours to update and then just pretty much a b testing the copy against each other to see if we get any more um, conversions or sales um, from the advertisements during those times. Um, yeah. And also, Michelle, I just um, wanted to point out here that they are, um, Walmart is elevating their New Year, New Year deals page that we just saw right here. 
um, on the top of some of these key search terms that we know are highly shopped during the season. So for example, on protein drinks, um, a question I did have for you, Michelle, regarding budgets is say we have a new brand that is launching that doesn't have as much of the name recognition as say Fair Life, Muscle Milk, Premier Protein. How does that strategy change from an advertising standpoint? And how do you, um, like, what is your strategy in terms of making sure that those items still, or those brands still get a part in this New Year, New Year experience? Yeah. Um, so I think that's a great question. One, like I mentioned earlier, we lean heavily into like impressions more so than return the first few weeks, right? So this month of January, we want to get our items in front of as many customers as possible. And so our um, strategy is going to be definitely impression based versus, you know, when we get into February and March, that strategy is going to shift more towards how do we get conversions and returns uh, and return on ads and excuse me. So Essentially, right now, I would say with our new item launches, and if you don't mind flipping back to the new year, new you screen, uh, and this is just from me understanding the category, I can tell right now within that banner at the top, there, there are a couple new brands to walmart.com, right? So how, how are they partnering with their merchant? You know, how are we executing these things behind the scenes too? So I just avidly search this category. So I, I very much keep up with what brands are in the space. So you can tell right here that initially they've already are partnering with their merchant and getting that impression piece just organically too and not even having to pay to play yet. So I think it's twofold, um, making sure that the brands we work with are, are executing from a Walmart um, merchant piece and then coming back in and supporting that with ads. Yeah, definitely. And I think we saw that for a few of our um, brands in this category that might have launched in the beginning of Q4 or even at the end of Q3. Um, I know that obviously we had reserved a good um, allocation of the budget towards pushing this peak period, but also we made sure that we were um, visible in some of those search um, top search terms and did some like automatic campaigns so that you could get a better read of what was working well for the brand. That way we could take those learnings into these campaigns now and make sure that we optimize them accordingly. Exactly. And I want to say like, I, and you know how I feel about this too. I love a good, at least a two week test before we're in our peak season, right? I want to make sure that we get a good read on site um, because we all know, you know, the data we're getting from walmart.com is not going to be as robust as from like Amazon per se. So we need to do some testing and learning because we all know copying and pasting our Amazon tactics doesn't work on Walmart. Um, it, it would make our lives easier, but that's not the case. Um, so yeah, I, I agree. Testing and, and understanding the category before you get into this peak season and then being able to adjust your, your budget and understanding that the increased site traffic, you're going to run through your funds a little bit faster than you anticipate. Definitely. And then just going into your piece on content, um, obviously we aren't going to be um, running um, heavy advertising on any items that aren't buttoned up from a content perspective. So just wanted to highlight um, a few PDP images here that we believe you can update on more of a seasonal basis as well if you wanted to. So you'll see during holiday specifically that some of these are um, like the more giftable items will have like wreaths on them or more of a Christmas slash holiday theme, um, but also just some of the main call outs that you might be looking for from a search standpoint is you see keto friendly here, five carbohydrates, like there's just different 
things that are called out within the infographics here um, that are very helpful in helping the consumer understand why they should purchase the product. And not only in the images can we make these updates, but also down below, um, if we're looking at some of the key features for the items, then obviously we're going to want to update those to a more new year, new you wellness theme. We could add certain keywords that we know are more effective through advertising or um, are just more effective in general during this season compared to seasons um, in the past. And the way we do that is utilizing Helium 10 search data and obviously looking at um, growing trends. And then obviously for Walmart, Michelle, that information isn't as readily available as it is through Amazon. So can you just go over how um, we yeah. kind of do our keyword research? Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and I know those of those listeners who have been with us for a while probably have heard all of us harp on Helium 10. We love we love utilizing Helium 10. You can see right here, Delaney actually has the beta logged in for walmart.com, um, which it, it is a beta release at this point. So we definitely are still relying more heavily on our Amazon data. Um, but for Walmart, it is directionally accurate. And I think over time, it's going to get better. But I think another piece of that too is using our Helium 10 data and our understanding of the category to win in those niche spaces too. So like, for example, with Premier Protein, you know, they, they may be bidding across all protein drinks, protein shakes, but how do, we, how do we win in the keto protein shake space and just understanding more of those longer tailed keywords where our impression share might not be super large, but we're still converting on those customers that want our products. So understanding more about that and then taking our knowledge from other retailers and applying our Walmart knowledge as the Vendo team and, and making it work on site, I think is, is what is a really large piece of how we're so successful for sure. Definitely. And I know, Michelle, from the Amazon side, um, usually going after those longer term keywords and having a higher conversion rate there actually helps you rank better on some of the more high value keywords, I guess you yep. would call them that um, only the big players usually take up. But is that the same for Walmart? Yeah, absolutely. And, and it all goes back to the algorithm, right? The more sales we know, the better your rank is going to be, the better reviews, the better content. And, and I know we harp on that frequently as a team that, you know, we have to have our content and our PDPs buttoned up because it all plays back into organic and ad placements on site. Um, and, and I think a, another piece of that that we have to take into account for Walmart too is the merchant control pieces of site where I know y'all don't necessarily have to um, directly deal with that from an Amazon perspective, but understanding how that's going to affect our ranking as well. Definitely. And then what about something like this, Michelle? What could this um, be helpful for here? It says there's a very small skinny banner that says innovative supplements support your um, immune health. And then if you click into it, it just goes into Nature Bounty Fresh Start. Yeah, great question. Um, to be fully transparent with you, it's it's hard for me to see that when you're sharing your screen on site, but that is actually a Walmart Connect campaign. So we cannot run that from a self-serve perspective. You have to work with the Walmart Connect team. Um, that's when you're talking about a larger budget scale, you know, um, planning farther out. And I know you mentioned that earlier that the new year, new you planning that went in for this year, you know, that had been decided months ago, right? So um, same with these, Walmart Connect is planning these out, you know, quarters in advance, and then they're working with the brands to establish, you know, the, the collection page or whatever they're going to drive to from those skinny banners. So we can't Definitely. run them in-house, but um, it's all run through Walmart Connect. 
You're right. They are very hard to see. Um, but I'm assuming that people who are investing in them are seeing a decent amount of brand awareness being driven from them um, to continue. Or at least to we hope them. they are. We yes, hope they're exactly. spending their money correctly. Exactly. So I guess one last question. Um, when looking at protein drinks and some of these bigger categories, um, when it comes to search brand amplifiers, how are you deciding which shelf to highlight or which items to go after in those search brand amplifiers? Because obviously some of these categories are very competitive. Are, is that more of a branded play um, or how are you finding that? Yeah, so that's a great question. So if you want to, will you flip back over to that protein drink search for me? Yep. Um, so when we're looking at what muscle milk is doing right here, essentially you can see like they, they've selected these four products. Um, I, I have not built this ad strategy for them, but what we do on the back end is, is we take a look at the full item catalog and we look at top sellers and we look at what item types complement each other too. So we can see here that they've got um, a vanilla and a chocolate, it looks like protein powder, um, and then two RTDs, so two ready to drink protein drinks. Um, essentially what we do here is, especially when we're in the grocery category, we, we like to silo out by flavor too. So maybe if we're looking at longer tailed keywords, for example, if something is a watermelon flavor, maybe we have several SKUs that are watermelon flavors and we want those to be in their own SBA. So I think it really is dependent on the brand and their goals. Um, but a lot of the times we just lean into top sellers, right? Like we, we want to push those and, and then the other pieces, are they in store? Are they on the shelf? Um, I know a lot of our brands like to focus their omni strategy to support in-store SKUs as well. So maybe we, we are running an SBA to support those. Um, but yeah, I think it, it is super category dependent. And then especially when you had the new year, new you budget increases, um, DPC increases, we have to take that into account. And I personally recommend, especially in when we're doing um, high impression keywords like protein drink, right? That that we're leaning into our, our best performers too, right? We don't wanna skew up there that that's not gonna convert and potentially would push the customer to a competitor. Right, and also you see Muscle Milk here, like really encouraging their higher pack sizes to be sold and to encourage upsell here, um, because obviously from a cost per click standpoint, you have yep. to know that protein drinks is going to be a very expensive keyword to bid on. So for example, this $5.72 price point item here, they're probably not very profitable on, whereas right. if they're selling their higher serving items, um, they are still offering a discount on them, but this is a much healthier price point for them to go after. And they're making more bang for their buck by having this SBA elevating those items there. Yeah, I agree. I think that's that's a huge piece to the new year, new you strategy too, is when we're looking at the vitamin supplement play, space, a lot of the times our margin is so little um, that we really have to be mindful of, you know, where do we need to win and and where is where are we more leaning towards gathering those impressions and and that kind of thing. But like I said, you know, it, it really does go back to our brands and, and what our brand strategies are and then how me and you can work together, you know, to execute that on site for sure. Definitely. And then last question for you, Michelle, is after you're going into one of these peak seasons where you've almost doubled the monthly budget per se, if that is your strategy for the brand, how do you 
from that point forward, um, make sure that you're sustaining that ranking on site from an advertising standpoint. What does your budget look like? Is it almost up to par with what it was during this peak season? Does it just go back down to what it was previously? Or what kind of strategies do you implement to make sure that you can really keep that ranking um, up to what it got to during New Year, New Year? Yeah, another great question, which you always have great questions. Um, so for um, tracking like month over month performance, essentially what we look at is our share voice data. So we have a partnership with PacView um, and they are an API partner with Walmart. And essentially we just use their platform for um, holding our data, right? So we go in and we are looking at share voice month over month. And a huge part of that too is we're looking at it year over year. So maybe we ran new year, new you campaigns for a brand last year, or maybe we didn't. We still have access to that share of voice data for the keywords that we're tracking and we can say, you know, directionally like this is our percentage of the shelf. This is where we were last year. You know, this is where we want to be next month. And I will say, you know, if we're really trying to to increase our share of shelf and our organic SOV on site, you know, then then we might not step back on our budget. We might keep that budget where it is for all of Q1. It, it's really going to depend on the brand strategy, but I would say we relied heavily on that information and we look at our share of voice from a brand keyword and item level. So we're kind of looking at the trifecta um, and, and piecing those that puzzle together and, and executing a strategy for our brand that's going to help them achieve their overall goals. Yeah, definitely. And I think just to add to that, um, from a paid share voice standpoint, when a lot of the time it's actually good bargaining power with the merchants when they see that you are the top player in the category when it comes to your paid share voice, um, especially if you see that the relationship between your paid share of your voice and your organic share of, share of voice might not correlate, then you can go back to your merchant, show them that the investment is there. Is it just because you aren't um, like tracking with the algorithm like the competitors are, like they're outpacing you in terms of sales or um, is the merchant maybe giving opportunities to new brands or other competitors of yours within the category um, when really they're seeing that your investment is there, you're investing in Walmart, um, both on a walmart.com standpoint and obviously we have tons of different external campaigns we can run um, through Vendo, through uh, Facebook, Google, et cetera. Um, so just a lot of the time having that investment both on and off the platform is very helpful and backing it with your data that you're able to provide Michelle only um, gives us more bargaining power with the merchants to get features in some of these placements that happen on a seasonal basis. No, yeah, 100%. I also think that's a great note to end on. I just want to leave the listeners with... Um, Plan your strategies early. Don't wait till the last minute. Um, I We always recommend, you know, planning and forecasting as best as you can over the next year. And I know walmart.com is a new space for a lot of people right now. So just um, being mindful of what you're doing on site and mindful of those merchant relationships because they're really leaning into the Omni strategy. And, and we highly encourage everyone to be running Walmart advertising. And if you need help, you know where to go. Um, and one last point, Michelle, one last point. <laughs> you you brought up my account manager mind when you said the word forecast. Um, but that, that is a very good point. When you are um, forecasting for these events, obviously you're going to anticipate a certain percentage lift in your unit sales and in your dollar sales. And that's not something that the merchants will have visibility into 
what you're forecasting that projected lift to be. Um, so partnering with your replenishment manager, that's why um, you have one of those for each of your categories, letting your merchant know all of the marketing activations that you're running um, to drive traffic to these listings. That way, when it does come time for your big event, um, you aren't lost in the craft because you don't have inventory. And we know now that shipping times are delayed. There's a bunch of supply chain challenges. So really that's like a whole year in advance that you have to um, plan your um, stock and your plan your stock out. So definitely want to make sure that all of this, all of these great things can happen behind all of the inventory that you'd need to support the event. Yep. Because if we're out of stock, we can't do anything. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. All well, right. thank you, Delaney, for joining me. Um, it's been great. And um, that's another Vindo podcast for you.